You're listening to Dig Into Tech, a podcast from MicroMind, where we explore current trends, discuss where the industry is heading, and discover how to make mining better. Hey everyone, Mel Scott here from MicroMind. Thanks for tuning in to episode four, where we chat to mining engineer Dale Brown to discuss how Ozrox Consulting uses MicroMind 2020.5 to solve their clients' problems. Joining us on today's podcast is MicroMind Operations Manager David Bartlett to provide some technical insights into MicroMind and offer solutions for the end user. Okay, awesome. So um, just a little bit of background for the listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and Ozrox? Um, yep. So I work as a mining engineer here at Ozrox and we work in uh, small mines and quarries. Um, and so we work in all sorts of commodities pretty much, but there's uh, we've got three engineers here, um, a consulting geologist as well, and then a technical officer and a town planning. So we probably do a, almost an equal split because we're Brisbane-based uh, between quarries and mines. So uh, I sort of handle a bit more of the industrial minerals mining side of things. Um, so that's why I've sort of we started moving over to this software um, because we're moving towards more uh, in quarries, there's not a lot, there's not too much resource variability, but um, obviously there can be in um, all sorts of other commodities, you know. Yeah, definitely. And um, so, what do your clients look like? You are a consulting firm, is that correct? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So we're consultants. So mainly, um, it could be junior miners, or it can be existing uh, mining operations or quarry operations for hard rock materials. So it's, it's, we've got a pretty even split at the moment. Um, with the mining side sort of opening a bit more up, especially with uh, industrial minerals. So um, basically they're, they're either people that are starting projects um, or they want to redesign along the way or they're looking at raising finance or um, we complete a fair bit of resource estimations and stuff like that, um, you know, to a dual compliance. So, you know, um, that's pretty much sort of what our clients look like, you know, um, you know developers and operators. And what do you think are the, some of the biggest challenges that, that you or your clients are facing at the moment due to COVID or just finding troubles in general? Oh, I think just uh, yeah, at the moment, it's, it's always a constant struggle with, um, you know, costs and resource variability. So this is where the software comes in pretty helpful uh, because, you know, if you know more about your resource, um, obviously it can, you know, you can plan for, you know, if you're going through a certain patch of, you know, not so good material or, um, you know, you basically, you can project what you're probably going to get out of the ground. Um, and then in turn of doing additional resource work, um, it makes it a lot easier when you need to raise finance for whatever reason that be, maybe an expansion or um, whether you go through a bit of a downturn and you need, you know, additional money to get through. Um, there's, you know, so it's always, it's always pretty key to have a little bit more information about your resource. So the, the more information you have, um, the more quickly you can adapt to any sort of challenges you're going to overcome so whether that's something from a, a client changing their order um, you know what sort of material they're after or what sort of grade um, or if you know your, your cost change cost structure change or your commodity price changes so and so what's your favorite part of being consultant or your job your day-to-day um, well I get to do I'm pretty much get to do a bunch of different things so I can do from stuff like this like you know resource estimation um, to our actually doing a drilling campaign or uh, pre-feasibility study and pit designs and then you know so one side of it you start propagating a block model and doing all that sort of stuff and then you schedule it and you know so basically we can go from A right through you know from 
a drilling program right through to operations or uh, and even do some stuff in rehabilitation every now and then. So it's pretty sort of diverse. That's awesome. You have any favourite parts of your job, Dave? Favourite parts of my job? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, what, what I enjoy about my job is that I do get to uh, speak to a lot of different geologists and they always have interesting questions. So, uh, and we try and resolve them using microminer. And it's always interesting when people ask questions or you haven't thought of using microminer in that way. Uh, and often what I find is you learn from answering other people's questions. So that's what I enjoy. I always think you know, maybe the geologist's a bit like a, a detective. You go and you try and figure mm-hmm. things out and stuff like that. So that's what I enjoy going and looking at things and trying to figure things out. And it's nice when clients, you know, bring uh, their challenging problems to you when you're in support. You, you try and help them. And uh, most of the time we make them happy. Sometimes we don't, but <laughs> generally we make them happy. So that's always nice when you, when you do that and people are thankful for the work you do. And so, Dale, you're fairly new um, to working with Micromine. Can you, can you talk me through a little bit about the journey with uh, us so far? So we sort of we've basically been working on a, a pretty big uh, mineral sands project up in uh, far north Queensland. Um, so we've been sort of working with them for two years, um, and we basically had a jork inferred and indicated resource. And um, basically, from chatting with the geologist and um, looking at the data we had, we had to look for a program that would sort of take it the next step further because um, we were looking to target uh, jork compliant measured resource. So uh, basically I went through and uh, looked at all the different softwares out there. So I basically um, I sent through an email to you guys um, and then Johnny, the uh, your business development guy, got in contact with me um, and then we went over to your Brisbane office and I forget who. We basically took some data over there and went through a demonstration, which was which is good because we've done, we've used, you know, different programs before, but uh, just it was pretty good seeing, you know, we went basically in two hours, we had a basic blank block model um, and looked, loaded all the data in and sort of could see that the workflow was relatively um, logical and straightforward. So we basically, from there, um, I just sort of, because then the next question is, you know, if we've only got one client who's sort of using this data at the moment is how much. So uh, we found that it was pretty good that uh, you guys had a, a multitude of different uh, programs to ease into the market. So, you know, at the moment we've only got a few clients that we're using with Micromine and we expect that to expand, but it made it pretty easy for us to get in, you know, relatively easy at the ground floor and uh, did help, even though this all happened about three months ago, so it's all COVID time, so there was assistance nearby. So, like, if I had any troubles, I ended up, um, I got an invitation to go to the Brisbane office, but I didn't want to bother them while we are you know, with Restrict workplace restrictions. So, um, called the help desk a few times, which they were very helpful. So that you know, they got me through a few tight spots. Um, the the instruction manuals were quite good. I mean, as good as any instruction manual can be. Um, but the only way you can really learn, I think, is by trial and error. So, but um, yeah, it's been pretty good with us so far. Yeah, and so uh, how does being able to report on your projects in accordance to the Jock Code assist your business? Can you talk to me a little bit about what mm-hmm. that means and what it looks like? Yeah, so basically the more information and input you have um, and the more sort of stuff you Micromine aids us in, like um, completing geostatistics and block modelling, allows us to increase the geological um, confidence in the resource. 
So uh, it gives us more information and it particularly helps when you start jumping from a dual compliant resource, which resource is um, a commodity in the ground. Um, when you transition it to a reserve, it uh, needs to have um, additional economic factors put around it, um, metallurgical, environmental, commodity prices and stuff like that. So basically, I mean, a lot of times, especially if you're dealing with public companies, you need to have a dual compliant reserve to do any financial modelling and capital raising. So. Um, that's pretty much so that's where we help um, value add our clients mainly it's for either doing a round of capital raising or maybe they you know they want to uh, get a new bit of equipment they don't have the money or not have the money but you know just increase value in their company and uh, learn more about uh, the resource they have on the ground and is that something that you find with lots of your clients um, Dave with Micromine that they want a similar Similar, similar technicality, yeah. Yeah, well, so normally they're somewhere in that process. So, I mean, so some of our clients are obviously really early stage exploration, uh, which will assist them with, but lots of them, you know, I guess at some stage, everyone wants their project to go and mine. And typically the process that is, if it's going to be publicly listed, you've got to go and do, but got to go through basically the chalk code. So you've got to go through certain steps. And Microbine obviously assists people in actually doing that jork reporting. How did the geostatistics and block milling in Micromine satisfy your requirements? They exceed it? <laughs> um, well, yeah. So for me personally, we I'd never, I'd, I'd not done much geostatistical work myself, but it's, you know, it's, after I spoke to um, Victor and Micromine help desk, he helped me out a few times because it is a bit different of a process to, you know, what, I was used to, but um, I mean, it all worked out good. We, you know, you have your your workflow that goes through from uh, your semi-variogram mapping, um, and then you know, once I found out, you know, you you basically have to keep re. There's no, it's a bit of a dark art sort of thing. You got to keep going through and completing a reiteration of it, and then looking at it and going, okay. And then the one thing I did find that was very good was there was once we had all the geostats done and I propagated a block model, I could the validation methods in Micromine were quite good. Um, finding cross sections and comparing it to the drill hole database and um, making sure that the values were right there, um, you know, and just going back and rechecking it again. So instead of, you know, getting towards the end and thinking, oh, you know, like uh, we had more confidence in the resource at the end. And I mean, we took it to a uh, measured category. So, I mean, that's the highest you can go in, in, in a geological sense as of a resource. Um, so we needed to, you know, basically make sure that, you know, there's, there's no, um, we, we didn't have, didn't leave any stone unturned. So, you know, we had an appropriate number of drill holes and the added information of the geostatistics and uh, completing all the block modeling, we got it to a state that standard um, that we're happy with. And also because we completed all the additional geostatistical information um, and ran all the analysis on that, we're actually able to expand our areas outside of, you know, further outside the drill holes than what we thought. So we actually ended up not only adding measured, we added more indicated and more inferred and increased our total resource overall. So it was, you know, and we've got a new methodology in place to keep this going forward. So it sounds like it's pretty well covered with technicalities and how is the service and the delivery of Micromine for you? Um, we found it pretty good because, um, like, as soon as I basically, you know, um, I was offered all the assistance I could. Um, that unfortunately, when I first started out, the the training wasn't didn't line up, so I was self taught a lot of it myself. But um, I'm going back and doing that now, just because um, I 
just think it's it's worthwhile to make sure if you know there's there's more than one ways to do something but you know the people who made the software probably got a bit more of an efficient way um uh, any sort of other problems we had um like the help desk was always pretty beneficial and I don't know, there's a few questions I thought that sounded a bit stupid at the start, but they probably, you know, I didn't feel like I was um, sort of getting belittled or anything at any point in time because, you you know, I, you feel a bit self-conscious sometimes asking people questions. Yeah, I didn't belittle be- people when we hang up. <laughs> that, that's fair enough. <laughs> I think that oh, we always have to, yeah, I mean, we do have a lot of people who always ask us questions, and I do think there's no such thing as a silly question, and often microman all the support guys are there to help, so that's our job. So we're always happy to help clients. Yeah, so that was, I mean, that was helpful because I did the first reiteration I had when I was doing the juice statistics. Um, I was having really, I was having a lot of trouble with um, finding, you know, fitting, modeling the juice statistics through the variegrams and stuff like that. And then yeah. I basically went back and looked at the data and then I spoke to you guys and then they sort of said, well, you, there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. It's just the data. There wasn't enough um, variation of the data because it was a homogenous deposit. So yeah. there was, you know what I mean? We probably didn't, we probably could have just used inverse distance weighing, but yeah. we wanted to just make sure that we'd, we'd done everything, you know, by the book. So Often, it's, but it's always worthwhile doing variography and knowing variography because it can actually give you information. Well, it tells you that that's the decision you need to make, right? If you didn't, if you didn't do the variography, you wouldn't know that this is. That, that it doesn't vary very much, so it's always good. It's good to know yeah, that you just that's. And I think I agree with you. The one good thing about Microbine is that we have all the stats tool, but you can also visualize everything. So when you get this block model out, exactly what you said, you can cut it up, compare things. And what I find is when I do resource estimation, every step I'm visually validating because I think, okay, it should have done this. And then we go load it to see that it has. So I do compositing make sure it's done things. I assign codes to points based on whether they're inside or outside wireframes, and I'll go visualize and check. That. So if anything goes wrong, the great thing with Micromine is you can visually go and check things. Actually, yeah. Worked I also get the statistics pretty good too. Um, yeah. Like doing it visually with what you're saying, but, you know, if you're doing a histogram of all your points at the start and then you go through and do it at the blocks and it's completely out, then something's, yeah. you know, exactly. it's, only, it's, it's propagating all the data that you're putting into it, so. Uh, and that, I think that is what Microminds quite really good at is just going visually validating things. Yeah, and that I think is a large part. Of it. As you said, you want to be confident. In what you've done. So I find that I'm always going and looking at graphs and looking at it visually and in 3D and making sure that, it, that what what I think it's doing is what it's doing. And it's quite easy to do. And Dale, if you ever think you're asking a silly question, just remember that I send Victor um, questions all the time and it's mainly related to how it looks and what it does. And I, I promise you they're, they're more stupid than your questions. So, <laughs> um, Great. So which, which bundle are you currently using from Micromine and, and why did you choose that bundle? So I'm using the resource modeler bundle at the moment, which has got the core, um, and it's got mainly wireframing, block modeling, exploration, and implicit modeling. Now, we didn't need to do any implicit modeling because the resource that I've been using, uh, uh, modeling, has been quite homogenous. And, um, but, um, like, there's, you know, we've, we used it for that reason is basically, you know, to take it from an in indicated resource and parts that were inferred 
um, to get that geostatistical component and a block model. You know, that's what we, in the end of the day, that's what we wanted it to do. So we sort of eventually we'll probably start moving down towards, you know, when we start scheduling the uh, the other bundle, uh, mine schedule bundle, I believe it is. Um, but I mean, we're still, we're still, we're still creating the block model and uh, exploring before we've, you know, we haven't defined our resource fully yet. So um, that's what we're using at the moment, uh, but we'll probably we'll end up moving down into, you know, because that's a good thing. It all integrates together. So, you know, you can take it from one package to the other because there's nothing worse than you have to export out of one program into another and then you've got to have a template with that that gets in a match with that. And then, you, exp- you know. But I also found in Micromine, because um, I previously used, um, you know, other software that it wasn't difficult to transition my files that have used it in, in software over to Micromine. Um, it's pretty decent with that sort of because you know you can always lose a lot of time there or have to read you know redo things and stuff like that so yeah start again it's not fun when you're in the middle of a project <laughs> and um so are you currently on a subscription as well or is that beneficial yeah. being, being a consulting consulting firm to have that flexibility yeah it, it is for us at the moment because you know we like I said, we've, we've, half our work's probably in the quarry industry and half's in the mining. And now that we've sort of got this, we've got you know, the software and um, have used it and proven that, you know, it's applicable to what we're using it for on certain things. We'll, I think we'll expect to see growth in that sort of side of the business. Um, and, and in turn, with trying to get some of our um, larger quarry clients involved. Um, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, we, we're dealing in the quarry industry with a lot smaller tons and tighter margins, so there's not as much money put into resource development like there is in the mining side of things. But um, that's sort of where we sort of see it going, um, and sort of you know get some data and sort of show them what we've done in the past and what we could do moving forward, and you know where it can value add. And I think that's probably the best way we can sort of move forward with it all. And so, what what features are you hoping will be in the next release in 2021? Oh, if you can just do all the geostatistics, that'd be good. Yeah, you have to. No, I mean, you have to go through and look at all the stuff. Um, I thought everything, you know, so far, I've, um, I, sometimes I have a little bit of trouble when I'm trying to compare surfaces and create a solid, but I feel like that's gonna that's the same with everything. There's ways around it. Um, you know, that's not, that's, that's just something sometimes that takes time, um, you know. I'm sure that you probably got it down by now, David, but I just, you know, sometimes some of the data I'm pulling in and stuff like that, I just, um, I just can't, it's just something I probably need to get a bit better at, but, um, sorry, when you're comparing surfaces, you say, oh yeah, when I'm just making, um, like when I'm making solid wireframes, uh, to, to cut things to, I have trouble fully closing them off just with little validations, but I mean, that's just, I think that's just because I'm trying to get too close with where the edge of my surface is, and once I bring a, 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 a cutting polygon in, it's all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you do have problems, we definitely and um, if you have specific problems, send it to us and we'll yeah. have a look. We've got quite a few yeah. different tools that do different things in that sort of area. So, yeah. And and like that's what I'm not saying. I'm not. I don't think it's something that's necessarily wrong with it it's just i've taught a lot of this to myself through um just basically looking through the interface and um you know a few user guides and stuff like that so uh, well i think i think it's important to know where like the little niggles and and hiccups are you know as a user so that we can take that forward and and either um 
have a look at what other clients are struggling with something similar so we can make those changes for, say, the next release or so that we can provide the support and see whether it is something we could help you fix. So, um, yeah, that's why I always ask that question, um, you know, whether it's something that you need more help with or something you want to see in the next release. I'd say it's probably something I'd probably need need more help with. I mean, so far I think that it's a pretty smooth interface. You know, I I really like how I was saying before with the cross-sections, you know, like – so other programs, it can take you ages to get to a cross-sectional area with, you know, um, and even how you can change from having a 3D solid and then make it a 2D outline so you can see, you know, w- which part of your resources script is where. Um, uh, I mean, every I, I thought it, was all, it all went pretty well for us in the end. Um, the checking things at the, the back end of things too, like um, all the validation methods were all pretty straightforward, um, you know, just sw- using swap plots and stuff like that that, I, you know, I haven't had a lot of experience with, I, you know. You know, I basically just followed through a tutorial and I was, be able to, I was able to get it and, you know, teach myself what, what it was. So I found it uh, quite user-friendly. Um, it was good. And you must probably joined at a really good time because I, th- we, I think, what, over the last uh, year and a half, most probably, we've added a lot of those statistical tools. So things like swath plots weren't available a couple of years ago. Okay. So we've, been, we've really been trying to add a lot to our stats. So lots of those graphs that you're seeing there are, are new and you might notice also in the latest version of MicroMind, we've got a, we've got something that allows you to put multiple graphs on a single page as well. So we, we've been adding, we've been slowly adding to uh, to our stats and to our, our graphing mm-hmm. functionality. So, I mean, when I joined MicroMind, which is a long time ago now, didn't have a, hardly had anything in terms of stats and I think definitely over the last four or five years, we've been adding a lot. So first we started by adding the variogram maps. And, um, you know, since then, as I said, in the, in the last version, we uh, added QKA and search neighborhoods and swath plots mm-hmm. and boundary analysis. So I think you must probably joined at a really good time. So. Yeah, well, we used all those things as a validation method, um, you know, QNKA and... Um, I also found it pretty good when, uh, well, useful. I'm sure it's probably part of, it's been part of your software for a while, but with your block model with um, how you'd filter out um, certain things and that would help me find like the high grade areas and stuff like that and yeah. make sure it aligned with where those higher grade drill holes were and stuff like that. Just like, so the, the, I found the back end validation very good, um, yeah. both like you said, visually and, and, and numbers, you know. I've always liked the fact that, I mean, I think some people, it's, it's nice that it sits on top of those flat files, which are really easy, easy to edit and easy to visualize. So makes it quite good as well. Sometimes a bit scary because they're easy to change, but also sometimes it's necessary to change things. Edit things. And so I'll just finish with two questions, just conscious of time. What do you think the, like, the importance of technology in the mining industry do you think that it's in emphasised enough, or does there need to be more? As a as in your line of work as a consultant, how, what's your opinion on? Oh, if, as as a mining engineering consultant, I think that there's always more room for a bit more technology, and um, you know, like you know, I suppose you know, you probably deal more on the geological side, David. But I mean, as you get further down, you know, especially with mining selectivity and stuff like that, you know, when you when you you, the more accurate your model is, um, the you know, more accurate, hopefully, you know, when you get your mind plan, you can actually get things down. So, 
Um, and I think as we're moving further with changing um, commodity demands and pricing, um, you know, having that selectivity and having, you know, plan B if something changes or, you know, it's, it's sometimes it can take a, a while to react with, you know, um, you know, staffing and what crew you have and stuff like that. But if you've got software that can show you that you've got a higher grade area here or a lower grade area here, or you can, you know, shift a schedule around to sort of, you know, weather a storm because we know, you know, mining's pretty cyclical. Um, so, you know, I think more use of stuff like this and, um, we do a fair bit of drone survey and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you're getting more live up to date data. Um, there's more and more data that's provided through all sorts of equipment. So, I mean, as you keep getting more and more data, you can, uh, vertically integrate software. So I think it will become more and more part. And, um, you know, I think automation sort of the future of what the mining industry is heading towards to at the moment, um, upskilling people in current positions and going there. So, I think it's got a big role to play. And what are your plans and Osrock's plans for the future? Um, so we're basically, we're sort of moving forward. We're trying to sort of spruik that we've got this additional capability in software um, and sort of, sort of more, more sort of move into, um, you know, specialising in that industrial minerals field and any other projects that come online. Um, you know, we do do a lot of um third-party validation of um, other consultants' work and stuff like that, as you, you have to when you work in projects. So I'm um, just sort of probably just more expanding in that field, um, but whilst also still looking after our sort of, you know, a base of um, quarry clients and maybe sort of trying getting this newer software into the quarrying industry, um, you know, that, that would be one plan. But um, definitely sort of there's not – like there's, it's a pretty niche market if you're working in, in, in a commodity base like industrial minerals and stuff like that, you know. I mean, there's only probably three or four mineral sense projects that you know, in Australia that are of this scale that we've done this project this project work on. So it's about developing a methodology, and we're, we're comfortable with what we've done this project. So it's more expanding into that field, and I mean anything else really. Beautiful. And if anyone wanted to find Ozrocks or yourself to get in contact, what would be the best way to do that? Yeah, so you can just go through our website, which is www.osrocks.com.au. Um, so it's just a contact us page and you'll find everyone there um, that we do it uh, that works here. So Perfect. Um, and did you have any, no worries. any more final comments or anything else you wanted to say? Um, oh, just thanks for having us on this on the podcast. I found it um, – I've had a pretty good experience with the software, so I'm probably a bit biased at the moment, <laughs> um, you know, as – I, it's relatively easy. I know that you do in-class sessions, but I found it really good today just being able to do an online session for three hours, you know. But I have, I have like, projects and stuff loaded up. So, um, I mean, we found – I found that's pretty good because, you know, you can get a few hours of training in and then, you know, you can, you can apply it to real-life stuff. And um, I like that the, you know, basically because we're getting into, you know, sort of using this software that we haven't had to, you know um, – you have pretty flexible terms of um, subscription, you know, whether that's daily, hourly, um, monthly, yearly. Um, that's worked well for us and we've had good customer service on our end. So, and it, it also helps that being Brisbane-based, you have an office like less than five Ks from our office. So, Very um, handy. We've, we've been pretty happy with it and, yeah, so that's it's, it's been good and our, our client's happy with the results. So, um, yeah, it came on, on budget. Um, we got the quantity we were looking for. Um, probably if not a little bit more and um, added a bit more guidance in what they want to do in their drilling program moving forward. So, I mean, that's 
that's all. You know, we're pretty happy with it. All boxes ticked. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we do have some more resources on our YouTube channel as well, um, some longer-form tutorials if you're interested in looking at those in your spare time when we're not taking you through a tutorial on Teams. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for coming today. And I hope uh, Dave provided you with some helpful and handy tips as well with the brief conversation. He's obviously always available to chat as well if you need him. But um, Victor and Lena from the support team, as you've probably already spoken to them, um, are also available. Yep. Okay. Thanks for having us. Um, you guys have a good rest of your day. Thanks for listening to Microminds Dig Into Tech podcast. You can subscribe or listen to more episodes on any podcast app or head to www.microminds.com slash podcasts. We can also be found on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, or you can email us at marketing at See you next time.